and of course is a major fundraiser for us, the Lions Club, and the monies for that bingo stay within the community the cards are purchased. So we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. We have at least five winners every week, and uh, we give away 3000 bucks every week. The law states a boater must carry up-to-date charts in the largest scale available for the body of water on which they are boating. Nautical marine charts are available for all chartered waterways across Canada. Mobile navigation apps can also be a good navigation aid. If you are using an app or electronic charts, it's a good idea to carry paper charts as well. They are a good backup in case of a power failure. This is Rogers TV. Welcome to another episode of Think Millennial. I'm Brett. I'm Matt. And we've got a really cool show lined up for you. But first, we're going to, a couple weeks ago, uh, Zach Ronaldo. Uh, of now of the Nashville Predators, yep. uh, joined us to talk about his event, Hockey Night, Fight for a Cause, yep. and support. Food uh, for kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we did, got invited there. We did a couple of interviews with some of the so NHL cool. players there and uh, Team Canada athlete, yeah. Olympian. Yeah, um, gold medalist. It was medalist. just a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, we're going to throw it to that now. Enjoy, and we will see you soon. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Ben Strasser here from Gateway Ice Centre here for Zach Ronaldo's Hockey Fights for a Cause um, in support of Food for Kids in Hamilton, sponsored by Tandia. We're really excited to be here. We're going to be interviewing a bunch of the players. Um, we're just we're really excited to be here, so we're going to check it out, ask some questions, have some fun, and we'll see you later. Welcome. This is Adam Henrique of the Anaheim Ducks. Thank you very much for being here and taking the time. Uh, we've got a couple questions for you. So the first one is, this is a charity event for Food for Kids. Why is it important for you to give back? I, you know, obviously I have a lot of events like this throughout the summer. A lot of guys like to give back to their communities. Um, so any chance, you know, we get an opportunity to come out and help help another guy's uh, charity, you know, whatever it is. It's a yeah. uh, hockey game, golf tournament, uh, you know, some guys have poker, yeah. anything like that. I think it's, it's great. I think, uh, and it's a lot of fun for us. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing... Uh, you know, there's, there's not much to it. We just like to come out, have fun, and, and try to raise money and awareness for a lot of a lot of different causes, which is the other great thing too. Um, everybody has something that's that's close to their heart, and you kind of um, you learn more about you know that guy, whoever's hosting right. it, uh, you know what what charities or what is important to them and, and in their lives too. So that's the other side of it where, where it's pretty special. Um, you know, obviously Zach was, uh, you know, helping out the kids yeah. around Hamilton, which is awesome. Um, any charities with, with kids. Yeah. Um, we always like to try and, and give back and, and give our time. And um, and again, it's just a lot of fun for us mm -hmm. to come out and play. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, you must, you kind of hinted at it there. There's a lot of different events that take place. How do you kind of pick and choose? Like, you must get asked so, for, to be a part of so many different things. Yeah, there's, there, there's a lot of different ones. But, uh, you know, the time management is just the biggest thing for, I, I think, for any any athlete, really. Um, you know, the offseason, you know, we're training so much and trying to, you know, get better at, at what we do. And, 
there's a lot that goes into that. Um, you know, you're in the gym in the morning, then you're on the ice somewhere, and you try to do certain things like this uh, when you can. So, right. um, and you know what? These are, they're just fun for us. You know, you get to you get to see guys on other teams that you know most of the guys you'd never play with. Uh, so it's fun being in the locker room and just being around the guys, and uh, you know, like I said, just raising money for great causes. Yeah. That's awesome. And what's your favorite part of the off season? Uh, just, honestly, just being away uh, from the game. It's nice to get away and just relax. Um, and throughout the offseason, you, you develop uh, that miss for the game. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for me, that uh, that's part of what drives you to get back and to get better and, and to be in the best shape I can be in, uh, in at the end of the offseason, heading back into camp. Yeah. So, um, you know, just being away from the game, relaxing, kind of getting away, seeing, seeing family, being home. Now that I'm as far in Anaheim, uh, it's nice. So, yeah. um, you know, just relaxing. Cool. Well, thank you very much for doing this. We got one more question. What can people expect tonight? I don't know. There might be a few <laughs> fights tonight if anybody gets mad. So I'm gonna try to just stay at them all. Yeah. Home. So there's a few tough guys out here. <laughs> let Zach take care. Of yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very awesome, much. Yeah. I appreciate you. it. Have a great night. Have fun tonight. And good luck this season. Ben here with Donnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers. Thank you very much for being here. Um, the first question that I got for you is, why is it important to give back? This is a charity event. Um, why is it important to give back? I think, um, obviously, when, you, when you're a professional athlete, you, you're given this platform to, you know, uh, play the greatest game in the world and, and make an impact on communities. I think, you know, Zach shows every year he gives back to Hamilton and uh, sets a great example for the rest of us. I mean, it's always important because, you know, this, this is where we all started. We all started off in Hamilton and uh, there's, there's such great support for anyone who comes out of Hamilton and plays. Uh, a professional sport, but especially hockey. Uh, there's a lot of support, and it's just great to uh, give back to the people that support you. Yeah. Um, and you must get asked to be a part of so many different charity events over the off season. How do you kind of pick and choose what to get involved with? I think um, for me, it's always got to be something that uh, you know is important to me. And um, obviously, an event like this where we're giving back to our community, the community I grew up in. Uh, it's really a no-brainer. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of different things you can go to, but uh, you know, I, I, I always I always make a conscious effort to go with things that uh, you know I, I hold real close to. Me. Awesome, awesome. And so then, also, what's your favorite part of the off season? Favorite part? Yeah. All the restaurants we get to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the off season. Uh, no, just being able to you know kick the feet up. We travel a lot. Um, so you know, getting to see different places and. Um, you know, and, and having the opportunity to just spend some downtime. The, the 82 game crunch can get uh, long sometimes, and uh, it's nice to have a little, you know, be able to kick a feet up. Sure. We were talking to Henrik earlier, and he was mentioning that might get a little rough tonight. What do you expect tonight? Yeah, line brawl. Yeah, line brawl. clear. That's something along those lines. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Awesome. Thank you very much, Darnell. No, appreciate you. it. Have a great night. How are you going? Ben here with Laura Fertino. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We're really excited. We're at Zach Ronaldo's Hockey Fight for a Cause. Um, what's your favorite part about giving back? Or why do you give back? I think ever since becoming an Olympic athlete, I think I take pride in giving back to my community. They've been the foundation of, you know, helping me get to where I am in my career. So I really, uh, you know, take part in being that role model and inspiring the next generation and helping in any way possible. That's amazing. What can we expect tonight? Tonight, I think you're going to expect an exciting atmosphere and a lot of people just coming together to support an amazing cause. And I'm so proud and honored to be part of it. That's amazing. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you.
hope you enjoyed that little bit of insight so into cool the profi- that was really cool. <laughs> it was just neat to hear them talking about giving back. We gotta go to break. We'll be oh right back. The following program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Enjoy great food, live music, and family fun at the 2018 Brantford Kinsman Rib Fest. Join the rib eating contest or kick back for a live show. August 10th to the 12th at Cockshuck Park in Brantford. Everybody knew that this guy is going to be a star. Had the writing, had the looks, had the charm. But I I didn't have the uh, self-assuredness to be able to say, I'm not doing this. He was so unstable that a transfer to a different hospital would not be a good idea. You're completely lost in this craziness. Alfie Sapacosta, no avoiding cliches. Sunday, August 12th on Documentary Channel. So, this organ, which I regret I cannot name, because of the presence of these members of the weaker sex, who, although they are married, could not possibly endure... (laughs) Get them out. This is Ginny. Patience. Get them out! Dr. McFarlane! Mrs. Trout. There's no place for women in a medical school. Get them out! You do not bring this classroom under control. I am going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife. My friend Jenny Trout was not the only woman to face this kind of thing in medical school. But she would become the first woman licensed to practice medicine in Canada. Welcome back to Think Millennial, Ben, Matt, and today we are joined by Lizzie and Jackie. Thank you both very much for being here with us today. Yeah. Welcome Thanks. back, Lizzie. Thanks. <laughs> and we have a rookie in Jackie. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so do we, do we want to get it out right out of the way? Like the first time you were on, you were on the very first episode, Lizzie. Yes, I was. And there was a big reveal. Yes, that I was pregnant. Yeah, with exactly. a baby. Very yeah. exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Do you want to touch on a little yeah. bit about Sure. So uh, <laughs> my husband John and I had our baby, Jack Harrison, yeah. Danger, um, on Christmas <laughs> Day. Yeah. It was not planned. He was nine weeks early. So, but he's doing pretty good. Yeah. We got he's home in February. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart mm-hmm. and a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have red hair. My husband doesn't have red hair, but he has red hair. So, yeah, so he's doing really well. And, I mean, we spent a lot of time in the NICU, but we mm-hmm. came home, and it's been pretty good since then. So, That's yeah. awesome. It's cool. It's been really neat to see all the, the pictures that you post and just seeing him yeah. kind of get, as he gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. Except for, like, if you, like, he, I think he's huge now because he was only, like, three and a half pounds when he was born. Mm-hmm. Now he's, like, over 13 pounds. Yeah. And, uh, and everyone's like, oh, he's so tiny. I'm just like, he's giant. Yeah. He's giant. <laughs> you try holding him. Yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but w- 
we're going to be talking about the Brant Skills Center. Yeah. Do you want to touch on a little bit about and kind of just re-tell everybody? Sure. So, like, the Brant Skills Center is a nonprofit mm -hmm. um, adult organize, uh, education organization here in Brantford. We've been around since 1984. And so we help adults improve their reading, writing, math skills, prep for GED. Um, we have a lot of digital uh, technology courses, such mm -hmm. as Microsoft Word, Excel. Um, we do QuickBooks. We have a point-of-sale mm -hmm. program. And we have a whole bunch of other stuff in the works for development, like warehouse and logistics. We do um, an apprenticeship prep program. So, um, and we have other like three-hour workshops for computer um, courses as well. That when we can put them on when there's funding, we mm -hmm. put them on um, around Brantford and Brant County. That's awesome. And yeah. I <laughs> just saw recently that um, you've got some really cool new program, like even social media training. Yeah. So there's yeah. a social media workshop. So if you check out our Facebook, um, or you can call our office. It's five one nine seven five eight one six six four. Or check on our <laughs> website. Um, it lists that we have a workshop in August for social media. We have mm -hmm. Word 1 and Word 2 basics as well. Cool. And they're all free. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's so cool and it's so important to be able to educate people who maybe didn't get the opportunity to when they were younger to go to school. And everything's changing now, like you need all the, the training. Yeah, so I mean like you could have a college diploma, there's people who come in who've been working in the workforce for mm -hmm. many years but just don't know how to say use QuickBooks or advanced um, um, functions within Word and Excel yeah. or they just need a refresher or people who've transitioned from like working in a factory who need to go into customer service but have no mm -hmm. idea how to use a point of sale so they can come in practice using a point of sale program it's one of my favorite to teach and then they get comfortable in their skills and we touch on soft skills and essential skills and then they go out into the workforce. Cool and point yeah. of sale would be like you in that training you'd have like a cash register there and you would go through that yeah. whole process. Yeah we have two cash registers yeah. one for restaurants there's a fast food and a sit-down service as mm -hmm. well as a point of sale that you'd see in a grocery store and or in a just a regular store. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It is. It's fun. Another cool thing that I had seen recently was that you're going to be, you're, you're playing with VR right now with yeah. virtual reality to see how that might be able to. Yeah, assess. so we just got virtual reality in the office. So mm -hmm. all of the staff's just like tinkering around with it, downloading some of the games and apps that we can use. And we're going to really be using it for communication skills, mm -hmm. soft skills. Um, you know, there's a program where you can practice going for an interview or oh, wow. even with public speaking. because it gives you an idea of like what you might face and mm -hmm. you get to practice over and over and over again um, to your comfort level so I'm excited to go back to work and then play around with it and see those skills yeah that's cool and, and seeing that and all of the different things that I'd come up with about how that could be applied, applied yeah. I never thought of that mm -hmm. like where you could actually throw it on and all of a sudden you're surrounded by people yeah. Or you're in those different situations. You don't need to picture them in their underwear anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just do it comfortably. That's a button that you press, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a setting. That interview capacity is really cool, though. Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's been someone that, say, for example, has been in the same role for so long, and now they're reintegrating in maybe a different field, catering their, their conversation to a different style and different audience. I think that would be really neat to, mm -hmm. to explore further, too. Yeah. And some people get so nervous in an interview, right? But if they can practice those skills and answering questions over and over again, so they're like, okay, now I have my answer. Answer, mm -hmm. Then when they go, hopefully they'll be more comfortable in the mm -hmm. interview. So it's almost awesome. like they have experience yeah. without any of the risk. Yep, hmm. absolutely. Cool. That's like all of our programs, though. Mm -hmm. Like especially with the point of sale, like the hands-on stuff is that you get to practice over and over again until you're at your comfort level. Instead of going out to the workforce and you have this much time to train and you have to get it perfect, right. they can come in mm -hmm. and practice at their own pace. And we've seen a lot of success with those programs. That's so cool. do you have companies and organizations in town that are sending their employees to you for more training? That is a great question, Matt. Thank you. 
Yes, um, I believe sometimes <laughs> we have, um, but most of it is people <laughs> who have been referred um, by other community organizations within Brantford. Um, sometimes we do have employers send people or their employers will release them from work to do the training they need to if it's around their work schedule. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And we've got a question on here. Um, it, it's directly towards like the warehousing and logistics program mm -hmm. that you mentioned. What would that kind of consist of? And that was from Dustin. Okay. Yeah. So Dustin. well, they can call our office um, to get most of the information, yeah. and um, it, it's a it's again it's something that's in development. Oh, gotcha. cool. um, so that's something that's going to come up in the fall, and uh, you know I guess early winter because November December. So I definitely call the office and get more information mm -hmm. from them. He's our big logistics cool. guy. Okay. We could use yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got about two minutes. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say is your favorite part about um, the work that you do there? Oh, I think it's I think it's the results. Yeah. So um, one of the stories I love the most is that there was a mom who would come in. She was just learning how to read and write. She had never finished high school. She had four kids, and so she was practicing her skills. And one day she came in. She said, "For the first time last night, I read to my kids." Oh wow! And to me, that wow. was just like how powerful that is because mm -hmm. literacy starts early. But when parents or adults struggle um, with helping their kids, they're not going to be actively involved. So mm -hmm. we've had a, quite a few clients who've come in and are like, "I would like to be able to do this math. I don't really care about math. But my kids do it, and I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. So we might they might be here for another program, but then we'll show them how to do the math. And wow. we've had people come in just to you know even computer skills. They're like, "Oh, I have a job, but I'm not really confident with my work." and Excel programs, they take our advanced classes and then they're confidently able to do their job or they're able to get a promotion mm -hmm. or get a new job or maintain their job because it's not always about getting a job, it's about maintaining the employ employment that you do have. And I think anyone who's looking to get their GED, we have an awesome GED prep program. Yep. And um, I heard from my coworker Alicia that uh, last month we had four people pass their GED. Wow. That's amazing. And that before uh, we have to go to yeah. break, and once we're back, we will definitely sure. continue with that. That's awesome. Thank you for the work oh, that no you problem. guys do. We'll be right back. Are you the type who would keep going or stop? It's not easy to stop when you have an addiction. Legalizing cannabis won't stop addiction. It trivializes its consumption. Let's be vigilant. If you need help, visit portage.ca. Two full-time moms on a mission to talk about everything parents deal with on a daily basis. Okay, so what do you do when your child has a meltdown? It's Vanessa and Melissa. Safe channels for motorized boats, especially with deeper drafts, are generally marked with channel markers. Most are red or green and are either floating ones, called buoys, or on shore, called day beacons. Another caution you should be aware of is this, a diving flag. A diving flag indicates diving activity in progress, and you should stay at least 100 feet away. the rafters in the Edmonton Arena. Everyone is feeling the pressure on the grabs as they await the American champs. Here's the Cleveland favorite nits now, and boy, do they look impressive. Look at their uniform. I bet you could sure run in smart shirts like those. Not that. Look, world champs in my eye. Grats, 
We don't play for glory. We play the game for the game's sake. So tonight, you're going to earn that title by playing your game. Teamwork, passing. Let's show them what it means to play the grads. champions for 25 years. The record of 502 wins and only 20 losses is unmatched in all of sport. Welcome back to Think Millennial. We are joined by Lizzie and Jackie today. Thank you both very much for being here. How is it so far, Jackie? Great. Have <laughs> <laughs> a great time. Chairs are comfy. Chairs are comfy. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Ashley Home Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> We're just admiring the table. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a great lovely table. table. It's <laughs> nice, though. <laughs> um, before we went to the break, um, we were talking with Lizzie about the work that Brant Skills Center does. Um, and in the Facebook Live feed, um, which if anybody's at home, they can join in on the Facebook page by going to Millennial Network Group, and they can jump right in there, and then they can interact and ask us questions as they're watching this on their uh, TV. Um, but Jolene General has mentioned here, she said, I had no idea this program even existed in Brantford. There are so many people who are computer illiterate, and most jobs need some sort of computer skills. Thank you so much for sharing this topic. I'll be sure to share this. So we will make sure awesome. that we add um, the Brant Skills Center contact information Fantastic. in there. But can you tell us a little bit, like, give us the contact information again? Sure. So you can call the office. It's 519-758-1664. You can follow us on Facebook and uh, message us on Facebook. And you can also check out our website, which is brantskillcenter.org. Awesome. Yes, Thank you, Liz. No problem. And during the break, we were talking about volunteerism, and we are all very, like, very active in in our communities and giving back. Um, was there anything that you wanted to speak to? Yeah, I mean, the Brant School Center is always looking for people to want to volunteer to help mm -hmm. um, learners with their reading, writing, their math, or for computer skills. Sometimes there's people on wait lists who have a hard time being in a class setting. So mm -hmm. if you're really good with computers and you want to be able to volunteer one-on-one -on -one with somebody, we're always looking for volunteers. So again, yeah. they can contact the office and ask for Alicia, who is our program coordinator. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, what kind of what kind of different ways would people volunteer then? Um, well, we have uh, volunteer tutors, so they'll mm -hmm. come in and they will sit with. Uh, they have to get training, yeah. and then they will sit and work with people, depending if they're working in uh, like re reading and writing. So mm -hmm. our program coordinator does an assessment and see what level they'll start at, and then they'll match a volunteer with a tutor that will fit schedules and personalities, mm -hmm. and they'll sit down and um, work together until they achieve their learning goals. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. It is. And one thing that uh, like a big initiative that we've all been a part of is the community garden down at Earl mm -hmm. Hag. Um, and that's been amazing for teaching people how to take care of the garden and grow their own food and just food sustainability in general. And we were talking about it before the show. Yeah. All of us have access to gardens. You've got, do you want to share a little bit about what you're doing? Yeah. So uh, I was, a, I always forget the name of the farm that's out on <laughs> Robinson Road. I'll have to put it in the comments after. Sarah's just frowning on me right we'll now. We'll see if she says um, Really, really cool. We I think it's like ten dollars a week, and we need to put in forty hours of work on this farm mm -hmm. um, throughout the summer. So we always do a couple hours a week each, and uh, we're out there. We're just learning. We're out there, shutting all technology off, and just helping on this super organic mm -hmm. farm. Uh, we plant 
peas will lay down hay and stuff over the plant so that there um, there's no weeds or we'll help weed when we need to weed um, mm -hmm. pick veggies things yeah. like that and it's all super organic super delicious veggies and we're getting like armfuls of it every single week yeah. and it's just a really cool experience this family they've been doing it for generations now they're very organic um, the one guy he lives in a in a yurt year round with his oh, kids yeah. and his wife yeah they're just like very much an awesome lifestyle yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's just really cool but it was we had a lot of great veggies that mm -hmm. way and that's it's been cool. good yeah yeah and Jackie, you said you've got a garden too, right? Yeah, we, we're lucky enough that we have a garden uh, right in front of our house. And what, yeah. what we try to do, actually, is try to keep it all year round. Mm -hmm. So in the winter, it does get kind of enclosed in, and we try to take it as far into the cold weather as we can. Yeah. Um, but right now, we've got things like peas and um, rhubarb that eh, it's kind of getting there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, tomatoes and just things like that. Like, nothing beats a salad that you make from your own garden, right? So, yeah. or stir fry, because <laughs> when it gets later in the year, sometimes it becomes stir fry night every night. <laughs> but uh, no, it's awesome. It's amazing to have access to that and just to be able to, to do that, because you get to see the results right away and you mm -hmm. get to bring it to your table, so. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If anybody like, that's watching this um, is interested in helping with the gardens or if maybe they're just looking for access to fresh food like you can come down to any of the community gardens and you don't have to volunteer we ask that you do like that would be fantastic but if you're not able to if you can just get down there to pick some you can basically go there and pick a salad there's enough stuff mm -hmm. there that you can make a full salad um, so definitely make mm -hmm. sure that you take advantage of that that opportunity you to just do that. bring a bowl and ranch dressing and you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Put out a ranch fountain up. Yep. A I ranch like fountain. A ranch fountain. I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Lizzie, what are some of the favorite things that uh, you've got in your garden? Oh, broccoli. broccoli. I, my first time growing broccoli, and I have green beans growing up our trellis and our, mm. on our patio, and uh, peppers. Like My peppers are doing well this year, and then I'm very excited about our grapevine, which has like 15 or 16 bunches. Like Last That's year we had so nothing, cool. the year before we had one, so mm. I'm excited about that. Sean's so. going to be feeding you grapes all day long. I don't Just actually like grapes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're saying it tastes I like just, Welch's grape juice. They do. I taste it. I just don't like the texture. So oh. I love growing fruits and veggies, yeah. but I don't necessarily like them all. So. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, like all the, I eat all the raspberries, and John eats all the strawberries, because I don't like strawberries, yeah. but I love raspberries. So, you it's know, good it's good teamwork. It's good yeah. teamwork. <laughs> and then what happens with the grapes? John, John will eat John them. them. Yeah, or my nephew loves yeah. them, so yeah. we'll get them to him. <laughs> yeah. Community. Maybe that's juice. right. Yeah. And yeah. actually, like, you know, I have so much kale in my garden, I usually bring it to the office, or like, I have a couple of friends that I'll bring kale to because mm -hmm. it grows like a weed. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting chickens. Get chickens? Yeah. My dog thanks. would eat the chickens. They w it would. She's a hound. It would. Yeah. Come straight for Jackie, uh, what are some of your favorite things to do, uh, like, in the summer? Uh, actually, well, I've just taking up something new. Oh, yeah. So normally it's just kind of like anything, like being outside, seeing family and friends and all that. But I recently bought a cruiser bike. And Whoa. so I wanted one for years, and I've, I finally saw the right one on Kijiji and was like, okay, we're going to do this. So we rolled it to Hamilton. It, it need, the seat needs to go lower. It's, he said it was supposed to be built for someone that was small. And then I get there, and I'm like... It's still a little too big. <laughs> I feel like a kid-sized bike might have been okay. Um, but I rode it to work, actually, for the first time the other day. It's awesome. And I get to go over the Lauren Bridge, and it was so cool because normally when I go over the bridge in the car in the morning, it's a super quick drive, and, yeah. you know, you don't even normally catch the light. 
Um, but I found myself actually stopping and just like listening to the river and mm. looking and taking in all the views mm. and it was really cool. So that's that's definitely something that's going to be new for me. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to start doing that more so on dress down days. Um, yeah. So that's pretty fun and then just basically doing anything I can to be outside. I like to go for walks every night and yeah. try to do that as much as I can. Um, and of course, uh, our, my in-laws have a huge property, so anytime we can go out there and have a fire well, and that well, kind of thing. Well, thank you. Nice. When we get back from the break, we will get uh, more and find out more about mm -hmm. you, Jackie. Yeah. Um, but right after this break, we will do exactly that. Perfect. <laughs> well said, Ben. Thank you, thank you. Sweet Occasions is a TV show that is meant to inspire. It's a little thicker batter. And I'm here with Sweet Occasions to take the intimidation out of baking and, and really simplify and help people to, you know, get their feet wet. I'm not afraid to make a mistake when I'm baking or have flour, you know, proof out of the mixer when I'm baking. Baking is meant to be fun and to be enjoyed. whole virtual universe. The first person to find the egg will inherit half a trillion dollars. This isn't just a game. I'm talking about actual life and death stuff. And this is nothing less than a war for control of the future. Are you willing to fight? Help us save the Oasis. What do I like? I like open fires, moonlit nights, chatty letters, rainy days. I like daydreaming. I love this colorful little island of ruby, emerald, and sapphire. Yet often my dark moods come. I'm possessed body and soul by this depression. They say women shouldn't write. Some days I almost give up. But I cannot contain my imagination. I made Anne real. I gave her my love of nature, my love of books, and my childhood dreams. My greatest happiness would be to climb the alpine path and write upon it a woman's humble name. Lucy Maud Montgomery battled depression, rejection, and sexism to become known around the world for Anne of Green Gables and 19 other novels. Welcome back to Think Millennium. And today we are joined by Lizzie and Jackie. Thank you both very much for joining us. What are you looking at me like? We're gonna <laughs> just really happy. You're just back. happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're just excited. That's cool, man. That's cool. Just waiting for you to do something. Say, say something. I don't know. Man. I'm paranoid now. I'm paranoid. Just um, being friendly. <laughs> Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> Smiling's my favorite. Um, before we went to the break. We were talking, Jackie, about how you, you recently rode your bike to work. You mm -hmm. had to cross over the bridge, and you're exploring some of the trails now. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to become a new hobby, I think, because some nights you just kind of, you know, you want to switch up your routine, either not go home and do groceries and dishes or what have you. So um, riding the bike to work actually was a big difference because I got to see Brant Ave even totally in a different perspective. Um, I got to actually go through, you know, the Cenotaph Gardens and all the stuff that's out there. So it was nice to to kind of remove myself from the everyday hustle and bustle, I'm just another car on the street, yeah. to realizing that, okay, well, 
that is a little bit risky kind of riding your bike down there, but you make it through. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's awesome. I want to explore more of the trails. I know that some of them, like from the flooding and stuff, are still kind of getting back up to where they were. Yeah. Um, but there is so much to see. And even just in that Lauren Bridge area alone, there's so much to see mm -hmm. just right down there. Mm -hmm. So definitely become a, a big hobby of mine, for sure. For the longest time, we heard so many like negative things about downtown Brantford, and most of our generation didn't really get to see it in its worst state. But we have seen it get better. But in the entire, that whole entire time, a couple blocks away, we've had beautiful trails right along the Grand River, awesome. and nobody's ever spoken about those. It's so peaceful to be down there. You don't hear the traffic anymore. You're down mm -hmm. below it, and you just have the rushing water. It's beautiful down there. Mm -hmm. it's Almost nice feels to like a different place. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Jackie, do you want to you mentioned that you were driving down Brand Ave towards to your place of work? Yes. You work for State Farm with yes. Andrew. Yeah, so I'm at Andrew Schwamm's uh, State Farm office there at 53 Brand Ave. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, we handle all kinds of stuff there. So it's it's great because we get to come come to work and every day is a little bit different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And we met you through. Um, one of our networking events. Yes. Um, we see you at all sorts of different things <laughs> around town. Why, why is it important for you to go to these different events? Um, for me it's important because I, of course I'm an insurance professional, but I'm also a community ambassador, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I like to go out and um, I like to connect people, I like to be connected to people, um, and in order to do that I need to be out and be visible. and. Um, be approachable it's an added bonus yeah. so going to those different things and and being a part of the community and meeting different people um, allows me the opportunity to build up my network my personal network um, build up my professional network and also help build up businesses around town um, so whenever I can it's nice to kind of support local businesses whether it's um, from a professional standpoint or even just a, a personal standpoint mm -hmm. um, so being able to be connected to different people allows me to also help connect other people, which is definitely one of the things that I strive to do. Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's so important to be able to do that and to be able to give back. Like you mentioned both personally and professionally too. It's neat that mm -hmm. when you're going out to these events, you are building those relationships and getting to yes. know people, and you're you're making friends. It's not it goes past like the, the yeah, it goes it goes past that, and that's what's that's what really cool. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and it's nice too, and it kind of starts the opposite way too when you meet a friend and then you end up being able to help them down the road mm -hmm. from a professional aspect mm -hmm. too. So. It's more sustainable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's sustainable, much like gardening. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Absolutely. So it is nice to do that and it's, it's rewarding too because, you know, a lot of times in business we find that things are, are really strongly based on referrals. Um, but the best referral is really just someone saying, hey, here's my friend Jackie. This is what she can do. Maybe she can help you out too. Absolutely. So I like those. They're, they're they give you the warm fuzzies, mm -hmm. so. Oh, the warm fuzzies are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's lots of different options for for insurance, all the various different kinds of insurance that are out there. What what's your approach to to insurance and to to helping people with their needs? So ours is a bit unique. So you're right. I mean, when someone goes to uh, to shop for insurance um, of any kind, they really do have tons of options. They're inundated with. They, they just Google and tons come up. Um, with us, our approach is a lot different because we are an agency setup. So although there's a number of different state farm offices in our in our community, we all are independently owned and operated. Um, so Andrew is the agent um, that owns our office, 
and we really take things one step further by doing as much of a personalized experience as we can. So, you know, if you tell us, for example, your dog's name is Bones, we want to remember that. We want to ask, you know, when Bones' birthday is. Mm -hmm. um, we want to be able to be there for all of your family's moments, um, the good ones, and then, heaven forbid, the, bad, the sad and bad ones. We want to be an easy phone call, too. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's important for us to make sure that we do have that personalized service. Um, and that we, at the end of the day, have the best client, the best interest of the client at heart, mm -hmm. and that's the first and foremost that we worry about. Yeah. Would you say that that's your favorite uh, part of the job? Um, that's definitely one of the, my favorite parts. The, it all goes back to connecting with people as well. Yeah. Um, it does allow me the opportunity to connect with a lot of people in our community and businesses too, especially when we branch out into the commercial insurance, which we've been doing a lot of recently, which is great. Um, but aside from having that personalized service approach, my favorite part is probably just the people I work with. Being able to come into work and being happy and being excited to go to work and yeah. know that you're helping people, that's my favorite part, is cool. helping people. And the record player is pretty cool too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for, uh, like we have a lot of viewers, it kind of goes all over the place, but we're looking at millennials. So a lot of millennials now are potentially maybe just getting into vehicles, their own mm -hmm. vehicles, or they're moving out of their homes so they can no longer be under their parents' insurance, or they're buying homes, mm -hmm. and now they need to look at that kind of insurance. What should, <coughs> what should people be looking for um, when it comes to buying these different products? First and foremost, working with someone that they trust. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing. I cannot stress that enough. If you are looking to go out on your own and get insurance for the first time, make sure it's with someone that you trust and feel comfortable working with. Um, a lot of people have the misconception that if they're renting a property that they don't need tenant insurance, when in all actuality a lot more um, homeowners and actual condo boards and all of that are actually requiring that now. Um, so us being able to offer that is great, plus if you combine it with your auto you obviously get a discount too. Um, but the, lot, the biggest thing that I think that people forget when they start going out on their own that's considered a life event. That is a big a big step in our lives. Um, so whether it's moving out because you're getting married or moving out because you're buying a car or moving for a job, it's also a good opportunity to kind of dip into the life insurance and living benefits side of things mm -hmm. where it's making sure that you're protected not only now but down the road as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. say, I feel like most young people don't appreciate how important it is to have life insurance even when they say they're healthy. Yes. Pretty important. It's pretty important because yeah. you never know what can happen, right? So life insurance in itself is very important because it's for the long haul. The biggest thing I get is, well, I'm never going to see the payoff. Well, we're going to have to hold on to that. <laughs> we got to go to break, but when we get back, we're going to continue to talk about the importance of uh, life insurance. Thank you. Talk about content You do need painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh my God, no! Theater on the Edge on Rogers TV. Introducing Brantford's new news team. Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon, and Benjamin Howard. Making a difference where it's needed most. Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV. To paddle a kayak effectively, you need to use your body efficiently. And the key is good posture. Sit up straight and relax your shoulders. Your torso will do most of the work. 
Your arms and shoulders are there to transmit the power to the paddle. Make sure that you have plenty of torso rotation and be careful not to bend your wrists to reduce the chance of straining them. I never thought I'd know that feeling. To be in love. Because for us, it was a crime. Someone had to respond to the tabloids. So I wrote letters, challenging every misconception of homosexuality. Nine homes, seven dogs, 47 years together, and still not spouses under the law. So we took our fight to the Supreme Court. Jim Egan and Jack Nesbitt await a verdict on their fight for spousal rights. Hello. We lost our case, but we made a difference. As a result of Jim Egan's case, the Supreme Court ruled that sexual orientation is protected under the Charter of Rights, a landmark victory for the LGBTQ2 community. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I've been Matt with... What are you smiling for? What am I smiling for? Is something funny in my ear <laughs> happened? Um, we're joined by Lizzie and Jackie. Um, Jackie, before the break, we were just talking about the importance of uh, life insurance. Absolutely. Um, as millennials, we oftentimes, you know, think we're invincible, and you know, why would I need life insurance? I'm never going to claim on it. I'm never going to use it, mm -hmm. or you know, I'm never going to see the, the payoff, so to speak, of it. Um, that's when I get quite a bit. Well, truth be told, it's not actually you that needs the life insurance. It's mm -hmm. your loved ones and, and who gets left behind. Um, but a lot of times, too, as millennials, we find that the living benefits side of things is coming into play more often. So things like health priorities, which used to be called critical illness, um, you know, you don't know what could happen. And if you do get diagnosed with cancer, um, you know, it's nice to know that there is something that's going to be coming in because you are going to lose your income and time off work and all that. Um, and same thing with disability insurance. We have a lot of self-employed uh, workers in our community as well as um, small business owners who might not have a group plan. And if they don't, disability insurance, if there's an accident or what have you, and sometimes in some cases an illness, will replace your income while you're off. So that way you can focus on getting better and getting back to work. Um, especially those small business owners that go from mopping the floors to doing points of sale to you know closing up shop and all of that they do everything mm -hmm. so it's good to know that there's resources available for them as well yeah. um, so we can help with all aspects of that um, whether that be the disability insurance um, even insuring their business um, insuring their vehicles for and even the financing for their commercial vehicles so from a small business perspective and a commercial perspective we really do have that umbrella that we can offer the disability insurance is so important because even a small illness that takes you over a month could end your 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 job or not your job but your business could be done Absolutely. at that point it's very important to have that it is i even actually when i was younger i used disability insurance i was off work for a few months for an illness that i had and you know i wasn't expecting it i was 24 so, you know, you're sitting there going, no, everything's great. And then it's like, oh, hang on. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, life happens, right? So you mm -hmm. just have to kind of be prepared. And that's what it is more so. People don't like talking about because they think it's morbid or things like that. But it's more so just being prepared and being um, responsible. Or one of my clients puts it as adulting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just important. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And we kind of touched on a bunch of the different, there's the personal that you talked about, mm -hmm. the products, commercial products. Um, are there any other products maybe that you want to talk about specifically that people may not know 
that are available or offered? <laughs> there, there's one that actually people do not have any idea that we do, which is vehicle finance. Hmm. So I know. <laughs> That's the look I get. <laughs> so, so on top of like the home and auto and, and all of that that we do, we actually can finance vehicles. So whether it be a recreational vehicle like an ATV or boat, things like that, um, we can uh, hmm. do vehicle financing for uh, commercial vehicles, private vehicles. And even if, say for example, Maybe there's a Miata online that you really like, but you're like, well, I don't really want to put out the 13 grand for it right now. We can actually do financing for private sale vehicles, <laughs> which is really cool. So same thing, uh, it's, it's unique. Um, I can kind of partner my dealership finance background with that. Um, but we can also do refinancing. So say, for example, you were approved at a higher rate after you've paid for about a year or so and you haven't missed any payments, we can actually oftentimes refinance your loan um, for a lower interest rate and then save you some money too that way. Cool. Mm -hmm. Do I look like a Miata person? You looked right <laughs> at me when you said that. No, it's more okay, so good. like one of my like it may happen cars. We've got a few project cars that go through first, but there'll be a Miata in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in a Miata, man. I want a Miata. <laughs> I don't want a Miata. <laughs> uh, during the, would you say that you take an educational approach with your clients? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's, um, I, I don't like being feeling like I'm sold myself, um, and I know that our office is very much the same way. So we do take more of an educational approach because it's important to, one, know what your, what your future looks like, and it goes back to that trust thing, right? So if you have a trusted educator, whether it be through brand skills or, or through what we do, yeah. it's nice to be able to know that, okay, this person has my best interest at heart, and then we can teach them along the way. So if you're going to, if you go through those life changes and those life stages, we can be there every step of the way to kind of help educate you and show you, okay, what does that look like? Where do you see yourself? Yeah. And, and go along that path. And I think I just want to note that quick because you mentioned it. Um, but Lizzie, you mentioned that the Brant Skills Center does offer a financial literacy course. Yeah. So, I mean, like we've taught um, financial literacy um, at various times of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so, and if someone's interested, they can always call our office again or get on our wait list for those yeah. programs. And I mean, everyday like life, we always try to talk about financial literacy within yeah. our classroom because so many people struggle with money. Mm -hmm. um, when I started this job, like eight years ago, I was one of those people who didn't really understand credit cards. And I remember opening up my credit card and I owed $7,800. I'm like, I thought my limit was 5000 yeah. And I didn't really understand debt and how to pay stuff off and how to balance the budget. So when I was working on the manual and to develop the program, I was like doing what I would teach people because I'm like, I don't want people to make the same financial mistakes I have. So mm -hmm. in three years, I was able to get myself out of debt. I worked like four jobs and then my husband and I were able to get married and save for a house. Um, we bought like when the market was right, um, yeah. luckily, um, so that we were able to be financially stable um, with our incomes and with our current jobs and be able to have the stuff that we want. Um, but I mean, it takes a lot of work sometimes and just a lot of understanding. And like I learned so much by going online and reading books and following mm -hmm. a couple people on Twitter and just, you know, getting my you know, my toes dipped into like the financial services, like even getting life insurance at a younger age and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and investing and opening up RSPs and stuff yeah. like that. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't have money. I'm like, you have money to go to the bar. Probably have money you can put into your RSP yeah. every once in a while, right? Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's prioritizing people seeing the long-term future and it's, it's education. It's about mm -hmm. knowing and where do you want to see yourself now? It's not about tomorrow. It's about 10 years from now. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's so important to pay yourself first, too. Yep. Right? Like you, you mentioned the first thing we teach yeah. everybody yeah. is to pay yourself first. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely. And it's something as simple as just putting like 25 bucks a month away. It's yeah. just it's starting that snowball 
Mm -hmm. I'm just giving that little push down the hill, yep. and then as you as your wage increases, or if that's if, that, if that's what you can do and get all tongue tied, if that's what you can do, then that's better than putting in nothing mm -hmm. or going into the debt. At least there's something there for you to access. Yeah, and it's also we talk about um, in our class, uh, sometimes clients have debt and we talk about how do you pay off your debt. Can you call the people you owe debt to and try to rene renegotiate the interest rates or trying to mm -hmm. do something? Because if you don't talk to the people you owe money to, I'm like, it just is going to get worse. Yeah. So we always talk about open communication and asking for a discount or looking for things that are used like you know I bought a lot of stuff secondhand so I didn't buy things that are new to mm -hmm. save money um, I know a lot of people are just like oh I don't want to do that but I did and I don't do you mean I like furniture um, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah I mean we just bought a brand new couch like for the first time ever after Jack was born I'm like <laughs> it has recliners in it and like that was like a treat <laughs> but it was on sale so it was okay, okay. when we get back yeah. we're going to talk more about Lizzie's new sofa oh, yeah. with recliners <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> I know. What? There's people out there that, that don't know what Giovanni and me and Rogers TV is? Are you... When did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face! This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? This is going to make some memories with this. Anyway, that's, that's what the show is about, basically, in a nutshell. Looking for the best way to get the Major League Baseball games you want to watch? Rogers Super Sports Pack has you covered. With MLB Extra Innings, you'll have a premium ticket to over 2,000 out-of-market regular season games with most games available in HD. Don't miss the action from the games you want from both the American and National Leagues. MLB Extra Innings, part of the Super Sports Pack, the ultimate package for the hardcore sports fan. Order through your remote on Channel 431 today. Hey, we're supposed to be at City Hall. We're gonna build it right here. Oh uh, yeah, sure. And give wetsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen, we'll build islands. How? Dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you put it here. 12 months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame was created. Come on, we don't want to keep Mayor Drapa waiting, do we? Montreal's Expo 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Ben, Matt, even Matt's <laughs> looking at himself on the screen. He's dancing. Um, we're joined by Lizzie and Jackie. Uh, before the break, we were talking about Lizzie's new couch. Sounds yeah. pretty sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. I mean, it's faux leather because I yeah. can't afford a real leather couch. Yeah. Um, everything within effective. my budget. It's yeah. not cost effective. It's all about budgeting. So after Jack was born, <laughs> we decided that we needed a more comfortable couch because he was so small. He had to sit up because he has uh, reflux issues. Mm -hmm. um, so we went and got a couch, and it has two, like three seats and two recline. 
into nice. recliners and the middle one folds down and has cup holders. That is pretty slick. Yeah, very, pretty it is slick. pretty slick, yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Hmm? Where'd you get it from? Um, Leon. Very nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. It was great. We brought Jackie in and she's like, oh, can we see your baby? I'm like, no, because he was premature and yeah. no one's allowed to touch him. So yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. Reject it. It was I, every time we went baby. shopping when, before April 1st, like you have to protect him from mm -hmm. RSV. So everyone's like, can I see your baby? I'm like, no. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> no, they were so good. They were so understanding. And so like we were going back and forth on couches like for 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. I don't know. It's a big so, decision. Yeah. It is. <laughs> And especially when you're tired and you're exhausted and you're lugging around a baby in a carrier. Mm -hmm. yeah. And trying to but. protect your baby from dirty virus carrying yep. people. All the time. <laughs> One thing that just reminded me, I saw something you had posted about the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. Do you want to touch on that real quick? Sure. Yeah. So um, John and I stayed at the Ronald McDonald House. Mm -hmm. So Jack was born and he was in the NICU. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't want to be separated from your baby. And we got accepted at the Ronald McDonald House across from McMaster University and um, right now they're looking for people to help um, pay for the meals that heal and the one big thing about the Ronald McDonald House is when we got there it was the food security because you're going from hospital and you're going to the NICU you're trying to feed your baby and everything else and it was just like you got three two meals a day you got breakfast and you got dinner and the dinner I remember sitting down for that meal and it was the most wonderful food I've ever eaten it was all veggies that we ate and um, these families are there because their children are sick. They have mm -hmm. cancer, they're babies that are in the NICU. Um, so it's one last thing that you have to worry about is feeding yourself yeah. and being in the home. So they're looking to raise over $26,000 to um, fund the meals from now until the end of August. So if you guys can donate, that would be anything. Five bucks, 10 bucks, $25 as a meal for a family. So. Amazing. It's all those little things that count and, you know, we don't always know who needs that. You never know when you're going to need right. it, so it's there when you need it. So Sarah's sister was in there as well in London with her baby yeah. and she had an incredible experience with them. She said the exact same thing, that that's what allowed yeah. her to stay basically sane, yep. was having those warm meals and that comfortable area to be and that quiet area to be and all the help that yep. provided. and. They even wrapped Christmas presents for her for yeah. Christmas sake because she was around Christmas time. It was just an incredible place. Yeah, and like, I mean, I remember leaving the hospital and like ugly crying down the elevator into the car or across the road back up and the poor guy, I don't remember his name, who like signed me in. He's like, sign here. And I ugly cry because you, you're leaving your, essentially your child like yeah. across the street. I can't even imagine if we couldn't stay there and we had to come all the way back to right. Brantford. Mm -hmm. So it was just, it was an amazing experience and I, I don't think I could ever repay for what they've done and all those wonderful volunteers and and um, I remember Randy, the volunteer, I want to say shout out to you because uh, he was there with our last meal and he's like, I hope I never have to see you again. I'm like, me neither. <laughs> that's what always what the hope is, yeah. right? That you get to leave because your child's healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's amazing. We'll post the, the link. We'll talk to you Absolutely. after we'll get yeah. the link posted in there so Perfect. people can find that. Um, Jackie, do you want to, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about their, uh, the products that you offer and to... There's lots of ways. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so of course they, they're welcome to drop by our office, which is 53 Brand Ave. Um, so we are located at the back of the building. Uh, so just come on in. Uh, doors always open. You can pick the record you want, and we'll spin a record while you we talk insurance. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm under Jackie Lefrink. You can find me. Um, 
uh, by calling 519-304-9099. Um, there is a little bit of change just because uh, I just got married, so my last yeah. name is different on some things and not others. So if you see Jackie Thomas and Jackie Leffering, that is one and the same. That's both me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the midst of changing some things over. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. And when in doubt, just feel free to reach out via uh, Jackie at andrewinsures.com. Cool. And you mentioned uh, some change, and you had mentioned it during the break, was the change from red to green. Yes. So um, with uh, State Farm, uh, we are going to be Desjardins insurance by the end of the year. So a lot of documents are now already coming out with the red transitioning to green and State Farm transferring to Desjardins. Um, so by the end of the year, there will be no more State Farm. Uh, it will be Desjardins insurance. All of our stuff's already underwritten by Desjardins. So from a client impact standpoint, there isn't very much, except different color mail. Um, but no matter what, we're still going to be there for you, and everything will go nice correct and smooth. Me if I'm wrong. Steve Farm is American. Taser Dance yes. Canadian. You were correct. It's a win. Yes, yeah. it's a win. You, get a win. you are not wrong. So we're going to have to paint a couple walls in the office, which is totally cool. Red, white, red. No, they're red right now, uh, so they will be a nice green. But Desjardins has such a long-standing history here in Canada, and they're actually one of the first insurance companies in Canada, so they definitely have a long-standing history, and proud to be a part of both. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and we had one comment here from Bree, and she says that she can confirm that Lizzie's new couch is comfy. <laughs> She's yeah, been she, over yet. Yeah. She's confirmed it. So just in case anybody was questioning, you must have had beer at home. Hmm? You must have had beer at home. Beer? No, beer. she came over for the baby. Oh, sorry, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not like other people I know. <laughs> huh. She must have had an invite because I didn't. My oh. door is always open. You said you were going to bring me like lasagna or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we found out that. You were in, in the NICU, Sarah, so that she wanted to cook you guys something and bring you guys something to the hospital. And then that day, like not even an hour later, I'm at Sociable and you guys walk in. And I'm like, oh, oh hey, yes. we were going to make you a lasagna. Yes. <laughs> well, we were just desperate for like not fast food. So that's why yeah. we ended up there. Because when you're in the hospital, like you don't go grocery shopping. We literally ate out for like six yeah. weeks. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. That doesn't help with your emotions. Depends if we got ice cream or not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. Lizzie <laughs> was disappointed, man. I know. She really wanted that lasagna. Well, it was only after the fact that you told me, and I was like, what? I gotta use the lasagna. Yeah. I'm cooked. We actually just made a uh, lasagna, and instead of noodles, we used the squash. Oh. It's incredible. All right. Incredible. It's an incredible lasagna. Patty. She does. Oh. She's in her ear. She's in her ear, and she's actually going to be joining us on the last episode of Amazing. this of uh, our season one. We're That's go pretty cool. A whole bunch of stuff oh. and That's do like a nice cool. like memories montage. So yeah, it's going to be really nice. It's gonna, I'm hoping that there's lasagna there. Oh, that, that'd wouldn't be that be great? That's ah, amazing. Uh, we got 30 seconds. <laughs> we got uh, 30 seconds now, probably about 25. Yeah. Um, but thank you both very much yeah. for joining us. It was great having you again. Absolutely, it was a pleasure. anytime. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys ever want have any news that you want like shared or like, yeah. just uh, like, you feel free. And anyways, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Check the Facebook feed for all the details of what we talked about. Have a great week. Stay classy, Ranford. <laughs>
Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. Are you the type who would keep going or stop? It's not easy to stop when you have an addiction. Legalizing cannabis won't stop addiction. It trivializes its consumption. Let's be vigilant. If you need help, visit portage.ca. Enjoy great food, live music, and family fun at the 2018 Brantford Kinsman Rib Fest. Join the rib eating contest or kick back for a live show. August 10th to the 12th at Cockshuck Park in Brantford. I can be better. I will be better. Sure had fun, didn't you? I feel the need, the need for speed. I gotta know what a five dollar shake tastes like. Rogers TV. Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Show. I'm Linda Rockwell-Jenna, your host, and I have Steve Bentley, my co-host, with me again today. How are you today? I'm doing really, really well. Um, I'm really excited about our guest today. We have um, Graham Spence from Block 3 Brewery, and um, I'm a British person. I should like beer, but... My husband loves beer more than me. You know I love beer and it's certainly like to get out and I think we've got uh, quite an opportunity with breweries in town to really get a sample of a lot of different craft breweries really growing. So, um, And we've also got really somebody I've known and you've known for quite a while from the Waterloo Region Small Business Center, Rob Clement. And uh, he's a small business advisor, and he's going to talk about just some of the things that are available for small businesses who are looking for solutions. Yeah, for some yeah, Rob really knows all about that. I just hope we don't have too many samples of beer from Graham, and then 